0: Hello everyone, Poker and Politics here. Uh, It is Sunday night, going into Monday morning of Labor Day weekend. I am exhausted. Just going to push through and fight as hard as I can to talk about symbolism. And the excitement of QAnon. And how winning would be bad for them, so they never actually want to have that happen. The thing about symbolism is... It's been the basis of these conspiracy theories for a very long time. It's always been the way that QAnon can figure out who the bad guys are, but before them it was the Illuminati, before them it was the Satanic Panic. It's always been a part of the game. It's always been about the enemy tipping their hand. The enemy showing us who they are for some ill-defined reason that is part of the game. They can never explain this in a very uh, coherent or logical way because they know it doesn't make any sense, but they have to do it. They have to pretend that the bad guys are tethered to a series of rules and laws. They have to tell us that basically on some level they love using like the matrix series as their excuse for this the bad guys have to do things to let us know they're bad because they have a deal with satan where they have to let us know they have to clue us in they have to on on some subconscious level obtain our permission to destroy us, to enslave us, to bring about the Antichrist and usher in the uh, rule of evil and demonic forces. This is the game according to them that we as people We have the ability to, on some level, refuse what they are doing if we elect to use our free will and say no, and say that you're not allowed to do this to us, you are not allowed to oppress us and enslave us and make us part of the New World Order and usher in the Antichrist, that we defy you. Now, of course, it is incredibly uh, convenient for them that this whole uh, paradigm exists, that uh, they have to ask our permission, that we have to grant that permission, and that this is totally a ripoff of The Matrix. It allows them to scream and yell about everything, about all the upside-down crosses in rock and roll videos, of all the triangles with eyes on them, both on $1 bills and in Cuphead, as I just posted on Twitter, and other places. This allows them to look for the bad guys everywhere and then find them and then howl and yell and scream and let everybody else know that they found the secret information that proves this person or that person is a bad guy. They're a bad person who is evil and cruel and uh, enthralled to Moloch. And we all have to hate them and we have to um, rise up and expose them as monsters. So, they always play that game. They always make sure to go over every form of entertainment of news, of tweets, of social media, of everything they gotta go over over everything with a fine tooth comb, and the funniest thing about this is is that when they do it to themselves they're not happy about it Prank Medic had a book with a uh, checkerboard uh, floor design on it and some people pointed this out to Mr. Medic that, uh, yo, Mr. Medic, did you join the New World Order recently? Because uh, this looks pretty fucking Illuminati to me. Checkerboard floor. And Pray Medic replied that some people find symbolism where there was none intended. I want you to think about that. I want you to wrap your head around that concept. Because, for them, the symbolism always has intent. The symbolism always has meaning. No entertainer can do anything without intentionally conveying some sort of message through the symbolism of their art. Period. If they say after the fact they didn't mean it or they didn't think of it that way, they're lying. They're always in on it. They're always doing these things exclusively to uh, brainwash, indoctrinate, and control humanity. It's the only reason why anyone does anything. Because they're terrible monsters. They're terrible monsters who wish to destroy the world and usher in the Antichrist and all that other good stuff. And who wouldn't want to do these things? Why wouldn't you want to do these things? This is what the global satanic pedivore ring has always been all about. is just getting their buddy, their hero, their champ, Moloch, or Moloch, whatever you want to say it, make that guy the boss. Make that guy rule the world. And then we all suffer. And they always take their sweet time doing it. And I saw a tweet recently about how the Illuminati normally would take a really long time with this shit, but now that Trump's in office, they got to rush the plan along. They're allowed to uh, rush the plan. I mean, if they were allowed to rush the plan, wouldn't they have just killed us all when Obama was president? Wouldn't Wouldn't they have uh, seen Trump win Florida? and then said, oh, oh, shit, Trump might win this thing. Time to just nuke everybody and call it a day. Time to just end the world as per our satanic desires. The devil, Lucifer, the Antichrist, the bad guy in the story. That guy... Watch Trump win the election, and then Obama and Hillary and Bill Gates and Lady Gaga and all of them, they they walk into uh, Lucifer's office after the election. And they're like, yo, boss, uh, tough break. We lost to Donald Trump. I mean, we didn't want to. We tried to shake it up, tried to do the right thing. We tried to rig the vote. But, darn, he just got one over on us. Tough break. And Obama's like, by the way, I am still technically president for another few months. I can order a nuclear strike on China or Russia or anyone and just start the end of the world? Just just kill everyone? Because, I mean, that's kind of our plan, just for everybody to die and uh, you, the Dark Lord revel in the slaughter of humanity and the downfall of God's children Uh, we can do that and Lucifer's like, no, no, no it's okay, we're fine yeah, Donald Trump might kill all of you in the very near future, but I'm the devil I'll adjust, I'll reconnoiter my plans, I'll figure something out later I'll, I'll make this work and Obama's like, "Yo, devil, bro, dude, what the fuck? I, I I got the nukes. I can I can just kill everyone like right now. I can I can press this button and everyone dies. Uh, I don't want to have my feet dangle in the damn Cuban twilight. I I I want to serve you, my 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 lord and savior, uh, Lucifer, the Morning Star, Ball, Beelzebub, all their in- infinite names." Let me kill everyone on your behalf because I am a depraved, blood-drinking, child-murdering, treason-committing, Satanist psychopath. Uh, so let, let's do this. And again, the devil's just like, nah, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll come back in another 500 or so years. I'll sweep this whole Trump thing under the rug and, I'll make it work. I, I, I've got I've got plans. I've, I'm working on the I'm working on the long the long term agenda here, the, the the centuries and centuries agenda. Might even take a couple millennia, but I'll, I'll I'll figure this out. And Obama's like, motherfucker, I I'm gonna die. I'm I'm here and now. I'm a human being. I'm only gonna live another like 30, 40 years or whatever. Uh, can I end the world, please? Please let me do this. And Satan's like, nah, fuck off. We're good. Meeting adjourned. Uh, Sally, cancel my 5 o'clock. I, I'm, I'm going to go golfing. I'm just tired of this shit. I just can't deal with it. Fuck this. Fuck this. I can't believe Trump won. But hey, again, if it happens tomorrow or if it happens next millennium, it's all the same to me. I'm eternal. I really don't care. I mean, th- that is the conversation you have to imagine happened if you believe in QAnon. You have to believe that somehow... Someone in that room stayed Obama's hand and didn't let him nuke the earth and end us. Because he could have, and I don't see why he wouldn't have, given who he is according to QAnon. So, uh, yeah, symbolism will be their downfall, and yet they peacefully uh, allow the transition of power to occur like good little soldiers having a nice, honest tussle on the battlefield of politics. The other thing that QAnon is really all about is excitement. It's all about fun. It's all about being inspired. It's all about being motivated and cheerful and crazy and waking up every morning to find out Why you hate the people you hate What new reasons they've given you to hate them Uh, Should you be praying To save Donald Trump Or to attack Joe Biden Should you be praying to uh, build the wall Or should you be praying To have COVID exposed as a hoax It's the game The game um, That is constantly being played The game that is constantly being Adjusted and changed And twisted and contorted and you get to be a part of that game. You get to play the game. You're you're now an important person. You're an insider who has access to intelligence that mere mortals do not know about, do not understand. You're plugged in. You're connected. You're part of Q team. Your idiot neighbors, your idiot coworkers, your idiot family, they don't get it. You get it. You're so smart. You're so savvy. And that's what makes QAnon so fun for them. That they're in the thick of it. That the world is their playground now. And they are gods. And they get to look down their nose at you. When you criticize them, when you condemn them, when you demand evidence from them. They get to call you a pedophile and a... Satanist and an ally to monsters and that one day you will have but bitter ashes in your mouth as you learn the truth about what you have done and you will beg them for forgiveness you will beg them to let you have uh, absolution for your sins, for your crimes which are legion because you are a bad person defending other bad people. It's just that simple. And this is one of the reasons why it's so hard to get somebody out of QAnon. Because right now they're going to bed praying for Donald Trump to survive the night and they feel like their prayers are part of the shield that envelops the God Emperor and protects him from witches and Satanists and other uh, demonic religious entities that seek to destroy, undermine, and kill the God Emperor. And when you take that away from them, their lives are boring. When you take that away from them, they don't have the game to play anymore. And that sucks. I've been there. It is fun trying to figure out who killed John F. Kennedy. It is fun fun trying to figure out how those towers really collapsed on 9-11 it is exciting to watch the latest video that gives you in-depth information and analysis of those events analysis that the mainstream media does not want you to hear because you are a truth seeker, you are looking for information, that's all you're doing you don't have a pre-described you don't have a Agenda? You don't already know the information and want confirmation bias? No, no, no. You are a you are a beautiful, pure, and innocent snowflake, who is just going to take all the evidence and weigh it weigh it fairly, weigh, weigh it evenly, and come to an honest and open-minded assessment of that information, and reach a logical conclusion. You know what? I never did that. I was always kind of in the bag for the conspiracy theories. I was always in the bag for the CIA put a hit on Kennedy. And then one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh one dot com. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One day I decided to just actually be honest about things. Actually look at things in a more uh logic driven kind of way. And kind of hurt the fun. Kinda of made it not so great. Cause when you dig and dig and dig and dig, when you go through the rabbit hole, sometimes you find out there's no rabbit. There just isn't anything there. And it leads you to be frustrated. And you start asking questions. Questions like... uh that don't think there were any planes used in 9-11 might be a little crazy. Or the people that say that one of the planes landed and they brought another plane out and threw that at a building or something. All that kind of stuff. I mean, this is the thing about conspiracy theories, is it never stops at the reasonable level of crazy. It always takes a sharp, hard right turn right to cuckoo town. It's where you get guys like Lifton who is a crank's crank, writing stuff about JFK's body being stolen off of Air Force One and then altered before the autopsy. And let me tell you, that could not have fucking happened. Because it's uh, absolutely absurd that a plane literally full of people could have at any moment uh, allowed Kennedy's body to have been abandoned such that people could have taken it and who were these people? How did they get onto Air Force One? How did they open the casket? How did they pull Kennedy's body out of that casket? How did they reseal the casket? How did they then sneak off the plane with nobody seeing them Because I'm pretty sure the plane was uh, crawling with press, and there was probably a bunch of press outside the plane, too, kind of taking photos of Air Force One, given all the turmoil and craziness, given the fact that the President of the United States had just been fucking murdered for the first time in, like, 60-odd years uh, since President McKinley had been assassinated. And uh, so I kind of think that uh, maybe someone would have caught that. And that's the thing: is that eventually, at some point, you realize that the community that you're a part of is not getting rid of the crazy people. The community that you're a part of is not saying, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, David Lifton, uh, dial that back a little." We're not, uh, we're not cool with this. And that's what makes this. Uh, julian's ramen pragmatic medic being like follow the cabals a bridge too far for us these are people who believe that 9-11 was caused by energy weapons these are people who believe in adrenochrome these are people who believe in project looking glass allowing donald trump to scry the time streams to figure out the, the best possible future with, with, via which america and the world can be saved These believe, these people believe in pants on head crazy bullshit but because some Dutch lady talks about Baron Trump being a super genius and a computer hacker and uh, JFK Jr. maybe being alive, they're suddenly like, whoa, 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 we don't cotton any of that shit. Again, I would love for these people to go over all ten parts of Fall of the Cabal and point out what's bullshit. I'd really love them to do that. Because they really won't... They're not going to find much. They might get pissed off about Barron Trump. They might get pissed off about JFK Jr. But this is a three-hour-long video that's designed to indoctrinate and red-pill people. It has broken people's minds. Jessica Prim was completely red-pilled by Fall of the Cabal. Uh, The poor guy in Boston, uh, he was totally red-pilled by Fall of the Cabal. This is something that is designed to indoctrinate and radicalize people and that's all QAnon ever wants from their propaganda so they should be thrilled with it but again it just uh, has a couple comments in it that are no bueno for the grifter class who for the millionth time have no fucking idea how lucky they are that the whole JFK Jr. bullshit fell into their laps because god it made them look so stupid and innocent and childish instead of being sociopaths. If our media talked about Adrenochrome as much as they talked about JFK Jr., QAnon would be so much more unacceptable to polite society. It would be so much more not tolerated than what is going on right now. And I wish that we had that. I wish that we had a media that would actually bring up the ridiculously evil things that QAnon believes in. And instead, what we have is a very um, silly attitude towards these people. Thankfully, uh, the media has been hitting Trump a little bit more on this, and we're getting closer to actually talking about what these people believe in. And I, and I, I want us to keep on keeping on about this stuff. Keep on uh, moving forward with this stuff. We need this. We need to build this. Because without this, we are not going to get anywhere. productive when it comes to trying to fight back against Q and do some damage to this terrible movement of awful people and lastly uh, because you did not ask me any questions this week so I'm running out of gas uh, I love the questions because they let me spitball about shit but uh, lastly I was going to say that like Q, doesn't, Q does not want to win because if they ever did win the excitement would end so when Trump wins re-election, oh boy, they get to talk about, all oh, the arrests are going to come now. Oh, we're going to finally get it. And if Trump loses, oh no, the deep state won. Oh, this is so bad. But it will be part of the game. It'll still be fun. It'll still be exciting. We'll still be fighting. We'll still be having a tussle with the deep state. If they ever did kill Obama and Hillary and Comey and Strzok and Page and Huma and Podesta, if they ever actually did kill all of their enemies... They'd be miserable, because all their enemies would be dead, and their lives would still suck. They wouldn't get their hidden Rothschild money. They wouldn't get their hidden cures to all the illnesses of the world. They wouldn't get their anti-gravity technology. None of this stuff would happen. we would just have a bunch of dead liberals and a fascist dictatorship in America, and nothing would have improved for these people except for the fact that the liberals would be dead. And that'll make Joe M. happy. That'll make some of these sickos happy, but it won't actually alleviate the crumminess of the day-to-day life of most QAnon people. Because when you're a worker bee in uh, a capitalist society like ours, that's pretty much all you do. You just punch the clock, you grind out your hours, and then you go home, and you drink some beer, you watch the boob tube, and then you go to sleepy sleeps. And that's it. But QAnon gave you purpose, and QAnon made things cool. If the storm ever arrived... Within a month, they'd be pissed off. And then they would start turning on each other. I've, I've, all, I've, I've thought about it a bunch, and I've get, percolated it in my brain a bit. But uh, QAnon is the modern-day Salem witch trials. It's really all it is. And the problem for these people is they don't understand that at some point they will be accused of being a witch. It might not be the first month, it might not be the second month, it might not even be the first year, but inevitably you will be declared a witch. Purity can never be maintained. You can never be good enough in a situation like this. There will always be a moment where what you are doing will be cause for scrutiny. And questioning. And if you don't have the political clout, if you don't have the backing of others, guess what? You're a witch. And the punishment for being a witch is death. And that's how it works. So you don't want this. You don't want you. We don't want what you think you want. This is like that moment when you're playing poker. And you are praying, praying for that spade to come raining down, because you're going to get this sucker. You're going to get this guy, because when you make that flush, oh man, he is going to give you all his chips, and you just know it. And then, boom, that beautiful spade falls from heaven. You can hear the angels sing as it descends onto the felt. And he puts out a bet and you blot, you go all in on him, and he looks at you, and then he calls you and he rolls over the bigger flush and all your money goes away. That's the that's when it hurts. It's when it's when you get what you think you wanted, but it turns out you didn't want it. Turns out what you got was really bad for you. And that's what victory for QAnon is. It is an end of the excitement and it is the beginning of the circular firing squad that will consume and destroy them. Because everything about QAnon is scapegoating and condemning and hating the outgroup and promoting and protecting and nurturing the in group. But when the out group is destroyed and nothing changes then the only problem, the only possible belief is that the in-group has been corrupted by the out-group. And in order to achieve victory, we must purify the in-group. And that, that's when it gets really bad. So, uh, that is ye old podcast for this night, as it were. I have some crazy stuff coming up. Hopefully Tuesday, Thursday shall be really interesting. I hope these things work out the way I plan on them working out. They might not. You never know. And I am also actually finally uh, of clear mind and of understanding as to what I'm going to write when it comes to my book about QAnon. And I am going to try to power through and do a chapter a week until I finish this book. And I'm going to post these chapters on my Patreon Probably behind the $5 wall, because I need money, as Alex Jones would say, from the uh, Knowledge Fight uh, intro song, as it were. Um, the name of the book in my head right now is Debunking QAnon. I'll probably come up with some cool subtitle. And the gist of the book is the first part is going to answer... A bunch of universal questions. Why is QAnon popular? Where did the story come from? Why is the movement growing? Why is it dangerous? And then after I answer those questions, and if you guys have any other questions you can come up with that I should address, by all means, I am your puppet. I will dance on those strings for you. Um, then after that, I'm going to go through uh, the Q drops. What I'm going to do is part one will be the first 72 Q drops. Part two will be uh, pre-8-kun stupidity, which means like uh, D-5 and the Hooper hearing, uh, the rocket shot at Air Force One, uh, the Q drop about uh, Moloch and Hillary Clinton uh, not giving a concession speech. I'm sure you guys will just pepper me with all kinds of ridiculously stupid shit that happened uh, post q drop seventy two and pre Ekun because that was kind of the main phase of q on oh we can go over the two thousand and eighteen election and q's unbelievably accurate predictions about that and then the final section of that stuff will be uh kun because q is just so fucking bad in his akun phase that it really needs its own like set of chapters or part and then at the end i'll give a very uh an a, a epilogue kind of thing that'll be kind of like the this is where we are, we're kind of screwed, and maybe at that point the election will have happened, and I can like kind of look at that in hindsight, or I can try to just turbo this thing real crazy and uh have it done right before the election and just talk about what I think will happen if if Biden wins or if Trump wins, blah blah blah, and all that good stuff, but anyways. I have it in my head right now, and uh, as long as I can find some free time, which seems to be incredibly uh, scarce these days, I'll get to hammering that sucker out. So I uh, hope you enjoy that. I hope you enjoyed this. hope you enjoy everything I do. I hope I'm enjoyable, as it were. I will uh, talk to you all soon. Have a good day. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.